0: Huh? Huh? What? Oh, oh god. Oh god. Oh dear. Oh, oh, oh no. Ah, oh god. Ah, welcome to ah. Ah, ah. Welcome to Silver Lining That Get me some of that Panacea. It's Panacea. Panacea. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I saw a Final Fantasy video where they call Panacea Panacea, and uh, that's that's how it's staying. Officially, moving on from now on, it's, it's just called Panacea. Uh, yeah, Panacea. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Silver Lining Cinema, a very long and overdue episode of Silver Lining Cinema. I'm your host, Jofra Mendes. Uh, I hope you can remember me. It has been quite a while since the, well, since the last episode. And uh, I could get into it. I could get into all the reasons as to why and all the things that, are, that have been happening. But I think it's more important to talk about the creative process, and how it can, I don't know, like, help us uh, overcome personal tragedy, uh, personal obstacles, how to find oneself in a period of time where you really can't. And this is, I know this is a, this is promoted and tailored as a pop culture podcast, but I don't know, uh, I i have been reflecting a lot about the nature of this show seven episodes in only (laughs) as if this show's been around for like 27 seasons um but the i i said in the beginning i said in the very first episode that the process of something has to be something that you enjoy before you get into it because sometimes we just see things uh that we think are cool whether it's uh art engineering driving uh, basket weaving making biscuits who knows maybe you you're into that and you see it, it's like i think i could make biscuits every day and then you go out and you make biscuits and you realize that you lead a it's a it's a miserable existence just dealing with wheat and whey and yeast and honey and some people are built for it some people are not and this This has been a process in production and in making things. Uh, This has been... I'm going to lose my train of thought like a thousand times during with this. So join me on this amazing quest of ADHD. Which leads us to what I think is an appropriate topic to discuss in the show. And that is what I call the ADHD dilemma. And I... Hmm. It's it's weird. It's weird. Like you I turned on the mic to get started on an episode which by the way, uh, let's let, let's go through some pro tips on what to do when you're going through a creative rut. Uh first things first, just turn it on. Do you what what's it called? Uh, it's it's baby steps sometimes, especially if you have ADHD. It's baby steps. Do you want to make something? Man or woman or non-binary and uh you know turn the thing on in in my personal case for the last two or three weeks i couldn't really turn on my microphone or my uh, recording app so i could sit down and record something and at least do the work and you know what? Sometimes you're not, and that leads me to point number two, sometimes you're going to have an idea, sometimes you're going to have something that you really want to do, and it's not necessarily going to pan out the way you wanted it to. Right now, I thought I was going to be able to sit here and talk about a bunch of things and, uh, and catch, catch up on the things that we haven't, that I haven't discussed and that I haven't shared with you, my lovely audience of, let me check my notes here, uh... Two to three people, and I appreciate you being here and joining me, uh, but, oh, there go, there goes the train, there goes the line again. Um, shit. See, tip number three, uh, when you have ADHD, and this happens a lot in the podcasting realm, and, it, and this happened to me in the very first episode. Uh, it's not going to come out perfect. It doesn't matter what it is that you do does not matter what it is that you set yourself out to do the the final version of what comes out is irrelevant irre- if, if it's good or bad will have a will have major changes from what you originally envisioned this there have been times where I've recorded this show and I have just recorded in segment because I wanted my train of thought to have a coherent stream instead of just the ramblings of a mad ADHD-er. But sometimes you gotta get it out. Sometimes you gotta find your flow and sometimes you just gotta listen to yourself or look at yourself doing the thing that you really wanna do and that gets you that gets you on the right track, gets you on the, the right station, you get your ticket, you get it punched, you get a, a subway sandwich because you, get, you got punched like 10 times. Not you physically, but you, the, your ticket. And... And you just got to do it like right now, I have been struggling to, to stop this recording and just do something a little bit more worthwhile with it. But part that's another thing. Part of the creative process is just looking at all the things that I guess you want to get rid of in the process. The closest thing I can uh, use as an example is when I is my art, my sketching, uh, my drawings. There is a nasty habit in wanting to, like in sketching something and then immediately wanting to erase it and then starting again and then erasing and then starting again, or even just leaving it halfway and then starting a brand new sketch. Um, Sometimes you just got to finish it and sometimes you just got to see it through. And I think the same applies to this realm of uh, radio space, to this podcast space. You want the perfect recording, you see, or you, or yeah, you see sounds, you can definitely see all the podcasts that you that you watch. Uh, well, that that joke doesn't make sense, because if you watch, watch video clips of podcasts, then it makes sense. Anyway, bear with me on this. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Just gotta do it. I know it sounds like very cliche, very simple advice. Nike's been writing on this advice for years, but it's true. Um... You you got to listen to the things that you're afraid that you're going to listen to. And also, uh, I'm only eight episodes in. I feel like this is like a reflective journal, and I'm letting all of you in to see some of my thoughts. So if you're enjoying this, awesome. Uh, but you just got to do the thing, bumps and all. And also, you're you're just starting. You know, you're just starting with whatever project you've decided to pick up, whether it's during pandemic or outside of pandemic. Uh, You just you're starting out. And the first couple of sessions that you do and the first couple of attempts that you have at making your thing, they're not going to be They're not going to be sensational. They're not going to be the Pulitzer Prize-winning podcast. Oh, say that five times fast. They're not going to be the Pulitzer Prize-winning podcast that everyone uh, palpitates over and gets penile erections. God damn it. Anyway, um, it's not going to be perfect. It's definitely not going to be perfect, but that makes it beautiful in a way because you get to see the flaws. You get to see all the awesome things that... Uh, You can do, and then you can just sit back and look at things that you don't enjoy or that you want to do better. Uh, Eventually, one of the things that's going to happen in this show is scripted material, because I feel that some of my more comedic stylings and some of my best work comes when it's prepped. Right now, I'm doing a stream of consciousness kind of thing, because I want to get back in the mindset of producing work, and that's another thing. Sometimes producing the work is more, uh, satisfactory and it's more fulfilling than just doing the perfect project. Uh, Jake Parker has a great line and it's been a weird philosophy of mine for, for years. One that even, it takes me a while to apply to myself and it's called Finish Not Perfect. Um, it's just do it, just finish it, fin- do the thing, even if it sucks, do the thing, uh, and then put it out there and see how you feel and then On the next one, try something different or uh, look at it from a different angle or just keep doing it. If you do something enough, eventually you get better at it. I mean, except serial killers, you know, they they do that enough and they become a nuisance to society and you don't want that. You don't. So fine, don't turn serial murder into your hobby. Uh, Open up, open up a podcast, Uh, start streaming, do something fun and creative and make something, make something good, make something fun. Uh, and yeah, the, you know, I said, I wasn't going to get into personal material on this, but, uh, you know what, there's, there's no other choice. I thought this is after all called the ADHD dilemma. Um, one of the major reasons why I stopped uh working on the show is because there was a passing in my family uh a grandfather passed away Uh, the reason why i want to discuss it on this show is because the reason why i do most of what i do from a creative from a brainstorming and from a writing perspective uh, comes from my grandfather's influence my grandfather was not a writer my grandfather was a a businessman But he was always very passionate about the fantastical worlds and dreams that I would want to eventually make into a reality. Uh, He was a staunch supporter of mine. He encouraged me to create the worlds that no one could conceive at the time, regardless of how I choose to do it. And he's he has passed i've dealt with it i've done as the most i can with my uh process i feel okay if anything comes up during my uh, dialogue and conversation on this is because it's human and it's natural and there's a lot of really cool things that i can say about my grandpa my one of my favorite stories uh and this is just kind of the kind of this is just kind of of a, of a view of a little sample of a little preview of what, of the kind of person he was like, uh, many, many years ago, I went to have lunch with my grandpa on a Sunday. We're sitting in this little marketplace and we're just there shooting the shit, having some fun chatting. I don't know where this large military dude walks into the market. He was super thick, military tattoos all over his arms. Uh, the dude had such an intimidating physical presence. Like I vividly remember it to this day. He walks over and he says hi to my grandpa. He goes, Hey, Sammy, how you doing? And he, my grandpa looks at him. Oh, hey, good to see you and points at me. He goes, this is my grandson. And this gentleman turns to me and he extends his hand. and He shakes it so firmly. And it wasn't one of those alpha bro type of handshakes. It was it was very tight, but it was very warm. Take that out of context however you may, but it felt like a friendly uh, handshake. And he pulls me to him and he says, son, I want you to know that your grandfather is in safe hands. He is a beloved member of this community and as a for as an in the name of the United States Marine Corps I will make sure that he is safe he is under my protection and I don't ever want you to worry about that I was shocked I was taken aback I was like holy crap but i also wasn't surprised because this is very much on brand with him with my grandpa like he has a, a he has the knack for befriending everybody around him and just kind of have giving out a good giving out a good vibe so i shake the guy's hand i say you know thank you for your service and he heads out i turn to my grandpa he goes yo who is that guy and he looks at the guy he starts smiling off the side well, my grandpa had like a really dope Uh, Like kind of sly smile and he would just kind (laughs) of... That guy? That guy. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. (laughs) Which just begs the question, what the hell did my grandpa do in order to elicit such fierce loyalty from this complete and utter stranger? And... That in and of itself is a story. My grandpa has a lot of stories that weren't, that are untold or that are secret or taboo. And those are usually some of the best stories out there. And I remember he would watch. Uh, so my grandpa discovered History Channel way later into his life, uh, about 84 no, I'm sorry. 80 between like the ages of 80 and 81. My grandpa discovered uh, History Channel, so my grandpa would go out, have his fun, uh, have a couple beers, come back, and I would catch him every so often at about two in the morning, just leaned over the couch, watching TV, and he was watching Ancient Aliens, and he was t- and he was fascinated by the idea, and always has, even pre uh discovering history channel he was always fascinated with the idea and thoroughly believed that there was life outside of uh our solar system and that we weren't the center of intelligent life in this universe and i completely agree with him there are a couple theories that he has that are considered very controversial nowadays regarding where we come from as a species so I'm not gonna get into those because those are <laughs> crazy offensive, but in a old man being racist kind of way. Uh, so I caught him watching this sh- this show one day on a- about how oh what what if this aspect of uh, culture was in- inspired by extraterrestrial forces, or what if this thing was part of a uh, an attempt at replicating alien technology? And I had never seen him get so damn jazzed and pumped up about something. And he was like, I've been saying this for years. I knew it. I told everybody and no one listened to me. And I go, y- yeah, you, you go, grandpa, you, you go ahead. And you, you believe that that's that I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell the man what to believe or not, but if that's what he wants to go for. Yeah. And he was always super excited. Um, I had the chance to uh, my 30th birthday, I'm, I got a chance to pitch uh, a project that I'm, a sci-fi project that I've been working on for the short span of about 10 years. And it was the first time he had heard it. I don't know why I never shared it with him, but I, I just did. And uh, well, also because my friends in a beautiful act of compassion, and I I want to say exasperation, uh, dressed up as my favorite character, as my characters from the book and uh, and from the story. It's not a book anymore, and told me to get off my ass and do that shit, which is a beautiful, heartfelt gesture, and I am never going to forget about it. But it also is a nice reminder of why I don't do hard drugs. Cause if I was on any kind of hallucinogenic substance and i get home to then see my characters come to life to yell and yell at me and berate me for for being a procrastinator uh i would be recording this podcast from a psychiatric hospital i don't know how i would get all the equipment into my room or who would allow that but you know what on the, on the chance, you know what? I think a lot of people should have podcasts just for the sake of it. Just get their feelings out in one way, shape, or form. That's a way to kind of combat the loneliness. Uh, yeah, everyone... I would love to just hear random people's thoughts on X or Y topic. Like, what does this man think about Butterscotch, and why does he have such a pathological hatred for it? I don't know. Might as well tune in find out. This podcast about everything. Which weirdly enough leads me to another piece of reflection that has been uh a, a continuous and recurring element on my uh i don't want to call it lack of motivation but i it's been the stagnant element of this show's development did i was i redundant with that stagnant t- Bitcha. um I wanted to do this show by myself, because I have a lot of thoughts on things that I thought... I have, a, I have thoughts on thoughts on thoughts, and I thought that sharing those thoughts were was going to be thought-provoking. <laughs> but I have to honestly admit that a lot of the, the episodes that I have been more fond of, not just recording, but also making, are the ones where I have a guest, or where I talk to somebody... You know, I know I I know a lot of podcasts that li- that are uh, worked on by or are hosted by an individual, and it's just them talking into a microphone, and that's pretty cool. Uh, but right now, I am currently in the comfort of my office. There are LED lights, gently glowing in multiple colored patterns around the room, but. I, I miss the, the dynamic between two people and having a conversation with someone. Uh, I can go on for hours, as you can clearly tell, talking about whatever the hell's on my mind, but I, I do genuinely miss the like, interacting with other humans and just kind of getting feedback or just having a conversation with someone. This, I've, don't get me wrong, I've loved this project and I've had a wonderful time with it, but I'm also been, uh, this is, the pandemic has been rough for everybody. There's, there's no, there's no getting around it, but it's also, it's also been a very lonely experience. Uh, and I don't mean that, oh, I don't have friends. Oh, I can't talk. I know you, you, you can, but the problem with loneliness is that loneliness is comfortable. Like lo- loneliness can be very cozy and if you uh, suffer from depression or anxiety or any other uh n- the neurotypical uh circumstance that leads you to process your thoughts and emotions in a different way um it it can you know it can lead to anxiety and depression i am very open about my my issues with uh, anxiety and depression that will eventually be something else this is about adhd but i think this entire episode encapsulates the adhd experience um but the problem with depression is that it's very cozy uh it's very it's weirdly it's so cold but it's so warm to just let that gravity because that that's the problem depression doesn't crush it creates a pressure at least I'm going obviously I'm going through my own experience I'm not a spokesperson I don't I'm not an ad, I'm, it's not that I advocate depression it's like you everybody should have depression right now it's no no but I can only go by what my experience is and the experience is that it's very it's very easy and it's very efficient to not want to do anything, to not want to get up in the morning, to not want to take care of yourself. Uh, I should eat this, but you know what? Comfort food is, as it's in the word, it's comforting. Uh, and it's, that can affect you, that can affect your health, whether it's mental or physical. And I know that this sounds obvious, uh, and it, it, honestly it is, but, but there's a lot of people that, and myself included, where we know that it's obvious but sometimes saying these things out loud are a really neat method in pulling yourself out of that that's what i've been saying with this whole uh with this entire episode it's uh it he, a lot of this is going to probably sound like a personal diary go but but who's to say that someone isn't going through the through a similar issue and hearing it from another person not just validates your feelings, but shows you that there are ways to get out of it. And that someone else is going through something similar. Y, y mano, pues? This is the see. This is this is another one of those lulls in the conversation because it, it, it it's it's so much. It's so much. It's so much to just. It's so much pressure, to sit there and think and let your thoughts consume you. Uh, the the last three to four weeks, as I've said, I've tried to record, but that that voice in the back of my head just it just yells and it yells in a way where it it reminds me of like being a child and if I did something wrong it's like look kids get yelled at all the time but it's the the notion of like oh shit I'm doing something wrong um and in recording this it's there Look, I've said this before, uh, right now, this is a one-man show. This is me writing, uh, t- well, writing what? I'm just babbling on into a microphone for the last couple minutes. Uh, it's, But it's me writing, it's me directing, it's me sitting down and editing. Like, I'm doing this all by myself. Which, uh, looping it back to the other tips on your creativity, man, get, get, collab, meet people, talk to others that are willing to sit down with you and help you create or help you manage the thing that you want to create because it's a lot it's a lot that that was something that helped me get back into the groove of things a lot of my favorite shows yo a lot of my favorite shows the podcast shows i mean have a huge team behind it you know 20 to 30 people there's there's sound mixers there's editors there's the people that do all the the setup work before like man i'm sorry burped the uh, all the a lot of the great shows have Full teams, and sometimes they're smaller teams, but it's still a team. It's still multiple people coming together to do the one thing. And when you sit down and you do the one thing by yourself, it can get overwhelming. It can get incredibly stressful. And it's okay if it is. But there are others out there who are looking for opportunities to whether it's to test their skills or to meet new people or to the same way that you have a creative idea they want to do a creative idea so you don't have to get you don't have to share everything you want to do but you can look at another person and be like hmm this person brings x y and z to the table i bring a b and c maybe together we can make f i j k l m n o p That make perfect sense to me and you know it uh but yeah this right now this show for me is it's again it's it's a very much a one-man show and I'm okay with it I'm fine I'm not trying to pressure myself into thinking that this needs to be the next uh I don't know like the next big podcast uh but but I'm also I'm also reminded of something that, uh, I had a conversation with a, co- with a co-worker of mine the other day, and we were talking, because he, he's going through a similar thing, where he started a podcast, and then some, you know, unfortunate things happen where, uh, work, life, personal matters get in the way, uh, it's, it's natural for it to happen, and it just, you know, it, it's, it's similarly died down, uh, the same, in, in a way, in the way that Silver Lining Cinema, uh, slowed down a bit. And... I, I guess it's because also I forgot about what the purpose was for this show. And my friend said, my co-worker, my friend says that you can you can make a project for yourself, for a collab, for uh, for if you want to eventually make money off of it, which you can, it, do it. But there's, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, It's there's something cathartic about venting your feelings, venting your frustrations with other people, and you know what? Sometimes peop- those people have good comedic timing and, go- and a good uh, stage or audio presence, and it's entertaining. I am assuming most of you find me amusing and whimsical if you keep coming back and asking me for more, and I appreciate that, and I, I, I he reminded me of why I started this show in the first place, what I wanted to do and where I can take it because that's that's the other thing and that's another let's add this to tip I've lost track of tips so let's call it tip uh, uh, Epsilon. Um, if you don't like what you're doing with your project or with your idea you can always change it. It's yours. Like there, You don't have to answer to a producer you don't have to answer to, to marketing people this is yours if i wanted tomorrow to change silver lining cinema into something different whether it's a little bit di- i don't know what it, i don't know what i really at this point i don't even know what but if you could just if, if i could if i just wanted to change it you know what i can obviously you as an audience will it will be a bit of a culture shock but I'm, i wouldn't do that change immediately, it would be gradual cuz i also want to entertain and i also want to bring all of you along for the ride if you're interested but at the end of the day, it's to have fun, and it's to enjoy, and, it, and this should be a release uh, for me, and uh, same thing goes to you. Uh, shout out to my friend, uh, Luis Rivera, he's a, a co-worker of mine, he started a podcast called Hablando Una Poca, which is, translates to... Like just talking shit for a bit, but he doesn't say the word shit. It's talking dot, dot, dot. And the shit is implied. Check it out on Spotify. I, yours truly is is in the latest episode. And I had a, I had a blast filming, like recording that show. And ironically enough, that was the moment where I realized that I wanted to do this show, but with people or have a co-host or have a recurring guest each time, or at least every single episode, or do something with people. Because I genuinely love having other interactions uh, with fellow creatives and um, makers, bakers, and candlestick makers. Uh, The Quakers, the bakers, the candlestick makers. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, So yeah. Find you know, remember why you started the thing remember why why you fell in love with it in the first place and Make it fun. You know, it's it's yours It's yours for the taking and it's yours It's yours for the taking and it's yours for the changing so change it into something that you may like I'm not saying that I'm gonna change silver lining cinema radically moving forward, but I could do other things there are some ideas brewing uh but also if you are adhd like me tip purple uh you are going to get a lot of ideas you're going to want to do a thousand things at the same time you can't you're not you you're you're only human you're not gonna be able to make every single piece of content that you've ever wanted to make but the good the the good news is that uh you can start working on it in a on a in a more stress-free environment. You can start working on it uh or or in little capsule like in little like segments. Right now, I recorded something for another project that I, I can't talk about right now because it's still too early to be able to say anything without uh falsely hyping it up. But stick to the one thing. You're going to have a lot of great ideas and you're, and you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have amazing ideas that you feel that you won't be able to work on because you're working on the one thing here, but I can assure you that it, it does get better. And then once you find your groove and schedule your time out a little bit better, you will be able to do all the things you want to do, but it's, you need your collaborators. You need your support. You need your crew. You need your big crew with you at all times. And those are the people that are going to help you through this. So. So, yeah. That's... That's kind of the update. That is... I just wanted to update all of you on what's going on. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else is there? Um, I... Oh, my God. I saw Sandman. This... Wow. Uh, So this isn't a testament or this isn't a statement or an opinion on the current state of comic book movies right now. I'm looking at Marvel a little bit. I have enjoyed my comic book movies as of late, but there have been moments where I've questioned if I'm getting cynical or not, or if I'm getting burnout. I'm going to tell you this right now. Superheroes and the superhero genre and the mythos, not not necessarily DC and Marvel, but the, the the idea behind superheroes, I've always been a huge fan of. I like the idea of people with power, using that power responsibly and altruistically, and saving others, and just being uh, generous and beautiful members of society. That's why My Hero Academia resonates so much with me, and even then, that I have things to say about that. But lately, I'm I've been slightly disappointed with my uh, movie exits uh, with the last couple of things I've seen, and it's I've gotten scared. I've been worried. It's shit. Am I growing more cynical? Am I turning into like one of those frumpy people that complains on goddamn social media about bullshit? No, I'll never do that. Instead, I complain about it or vent about it in a goddamn podcast. But I I had never heard I, I had heard about Sandman I've I know the importance of Sandman as a graphic novel it's been around for ages uh, Neil Gaiman is just amazing at what he does but I never got I never started reading or got into Sandman mainly because of the density of the work I'll give you an example I I love One Piece there's an entire episode. Dedicated to it. Well, half of it. It was half a shitty Morbius review and then roof piece. Uh, but One Piece. I. It's very One Piece is a is a book that is very difficult to recommend to re- casual readers because it is dense. It is a hundred and fifty-nine. Uh, no, a thousand fifty-nine chapters and over a thousand and. Twenty episodes. No one, in their right mind. If you have a job, if you have a family, if you have responsibilities, I understand that it's very difficult to be a new or a new, uh, to get into One Piece now because there's a lot to catch up. I'm not comparing One Piece to Sandman, but it's it's the closest thing I can I can come to. Uh, but I was very intimidated by a lot of the Sandman stuff. And I, I'm always afraid of gatekeepers. I'm always afraid of people saying that I'm, I'm not a good enough fan, or that I'm only enjoying it because it's a TV show now. Uh, and that just doesn't apply to Sandman. That's apply. That applies to most things. But I, I was putting it off for about a couple, for like a week or two, and then I sat down and I watched it, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Episode five was one of the greatest horror stories I have ever seen. Uh, the second half of the show, like the, the the Dream Vortex arc, took me a bit to kind of get involved with. But because uh, the, the issue, the thing about Sandman is that it's amazing, but there are moments in the story, and I'm assuming, and I've heard that this is a very good adaptation of the source material uh there are things that are very impressive and amazing and mind-boggling and awe-inspiring just in the same vein there's a lot of things that are particularly silly at least to me i'm sorry the serial convention was ridiculously on the nose and um and the I don't want to say that there's people out there like that, but I I found it to be whimsically ridiculous when I know that it's supposed to be, like, you know, fucking ball-retractingly scary. Uh, but, man, I loved it. I really did love it. And I think what I enjoyed most out of it was how... I don't want to say how superpowers are done or shown, but... I like. I very much enjoyed the the idea of like personified concepts. Uh, for those who don't know, Dream is the main character. He is the king of dreams, and he is the uh, physical manifestation of the concept of dreams. And when you think of dreams, it's not just dreams like sleepy time dreams, like sleepy time tea dreams. Uh, it's aspirations, it's goals, it's the things that you know. Uh, a word I used at the beginning a lot was desire, and I've changed my tone on it for people who have seen or read or seen the show, or read the comics. Another you know desire is very much its own character, but it, there's a neat distinction between dream and desire. Both the characters and when you think about the the concepts behind it, are pretty are pretty cool. Uh, But I very much enjoy... Oh, God, the hell episode was so good. My point is that I've spent the last decade and decade in some change watching superhero movies where it's a lot of punch, punch, pow, pow, action sequences. And that's cool. I like a good action sequence. I like a good set piece. But... The note, the idea of controlling dreams or, or manipulating dreams—it's it—it has such a wide range of what you can do, and it is beyond godly. But it also, and this is, I think the most important point, has its rules. I like a show that gives me fantastical shit, but. There are rules, which means that, yes, your imagination is the, you know, vehicle that drives the extent of your powers. But even that imagination is limited or restricted to a specific thing, in this case, being dreams. Uh, but I loved the show. I very much love the show. I, I would do an entire episode on it. I need to get my notes because right now, the, again the stream of consciousness uh the last episode though uh or the last short calliope uh the scene near the end where the author is doing like a book presentation that whole bit for those who have seen it genuinely one of my biggest nightmares like genuinely one of my biggest nightmares and that's happened you know the one after the other and you can't stop and it's it's an ADHD writer's worst nightmare come to life and the end result is also a terrifying uh like concept and i have never been shaken as much as i have watching that episode and it was fucking outstanding but uh yeah so sandman has been a very much a refreshing uh a a refreshing piece of media that has helped me want to be a a better writer a better creator uh and I, i please go check it out it's 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 fantastic it's very very fantastic uh what else? What else has been happening? There's a lot. There's there's very much a lot and even then this c- coming up with stuff at the top of my head like right now, it's it's weird because it's like kind of like a hurricane and I can't pick one thing that's spiraling in the sky and in the wind to just discuss and I'm picking picking little berries out, picking little things out here and there. Uh but all in all, I I wanted to do this episode. I wanted to record this as a uh a, a show signs of life to, you know, light the, you know, light the candle and let everybody know that everything is fine, that I'm okay, and that we're going to get back to to Silver Lining, uh, we're going to get back to Silver Lining stuff soon, uh, there's going to be a bit of a change in the Silver Lining, uh... Not radical from what we're doing right now, but it's something very much to point out and identify, but it's not going to change the nature of the show. It's not going to change the nature of what we're doing and what our mission statement is and what we set out to do. So I I hope you stick around. I hope you've enjoyed the time thus far. And uh, keep finding your silver lining. And... My silver lining is that despite everything that's been happening, you know, I'm back here and I'm having this nice talk with with all of you. Obviously, it's not a nice talk. You're you're listening to my rambles from uh, your car, your phone, your headphones, your, your megaphone. If you're projecting me onto a megaphone, that's awesome. Keep doing that. It's dope as hell. Uh... And I hope to I hope to catch I, I hope to for you all to visit the very next episode and join me in what comes next. So I love you all. Thank you very much for joining me and I will see you all in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.